A good Tuesday morning, my brothers and my sisters. Welcome to September 6, 2022. We kick off our fall Bible study on tomorrow, and we have a couple of books we'll be studying from this year. Uh, one very small book, very short book, but it addresses a challenge that most of us have had to overcome and endure um, is ugliness over time, but eventually realized that it was um, not good for us to operate in that area of our lives. Uh, we call it the ego. So the book that we'll be reading from, uh, studying from in the next two or three weeks is entitled The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. And if we can really grasp the concept of what the ego does, and how the ego causes us problems. I, I read an article. Uh, I am actually still reading this article as I prepare for tomorrow's lesson. How to master your ego and reach your full potential. Craig Ballatine wrote this article. He talks about history and leaders who were driven by ego to gain power, but who ultimately landed in ruin. He also talked about those who fought their ego at every turn, who eschewed the spotlight, didn't want anything to do with it, just want to do a good job, don't need any pats on the back. Uh, they were focused and they understood that the ego is the enemy. Your ego is one of the greatest mental enemies in your life. What does it do? It stops you from recognizing when you're wrong. It stops you from apologizing. Egos can impede learning and the cultivation of talent. You know, you think about some of the greatest ball players. Uh, some you've heard stories now they're retired. Huh? They didn't want to practice. Allen Iverson, I think, was one just didn't like the practice, and because he never won a championship either. But Michael Jordan, uh, on the other hand, and Kobe Bryant, all these great ball players, they pushed themselves. They knew that they could not just live on the laurels of how great thou art in the eyesight of mankind. They had to work. So egomaniacs uh, often have problems with seeing themselves. Uh, so how do we set aside our ego? Part of us setting it aside gives us some liberation. First of all, it frees you from self-judgment and delivers the objectivity you need to correct your course and make the right decisions for your life. In other words, don't be so quick to go on a defense. That's ego immediately moves in a defensive posture. A friend was helping me with a resume yesterday and and I told her I'm not, I'm not moved by criticism. Uh, that stuff doesn't bother me. I, I've reached a part of my life where I have self-awareness, uh, self-actualization, if you will. So criticism, I've learned to evaluate uh, the message and the messenger. If that person is truly trying to help him, 
uh, then you can receive and embrace the criticism. But if, 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 it's, if the old people, those people that come to you to try to make you feel bad about your failures, make you feel bad about your shortcomings, those people operate from their ego. See, they must be above you in their own little minds uh, that they are superior, that they haven't failed like you failed. They haven't done the things that you've done. And, but your response is, is truth. Uh, and you you recognize that hey I I know I am not all that society says I am in terms of goodness or not in terms of evil or bad we have to do at least three things find somebody you trust and admire and respect and they will help you with your ego ask them to share what they believe to be your two or three biggest strengths then ask them to share your two or three biggest weaknesses and how you can improve. And so we, as believers, I've always taught uh, an acrostic with the word ego, E-G-O. When we operate in the ego, we edge God out because we don't want to hear truth. Let us fight through egomaniac moments in life and, and be humble enough to learn and grow. Have ourselves, and we will. A better day on today and we will finish strong.